What was that noise? Was that just... Your eyes like blinked sideways and you made that noise. Okay. I don't like that. You, you So we've started the podcast and before we jumped in on this, Brie like she had her mouth open. And I don't know if it was a burp or just like a noise. It's just it's like if you drink your a soda. Makes noise and it yeah. just goes. Yeah. And Brie just looked at me, held eye contact and goes. <laughs> did it mean to? I'm sorry. That was incredible. <laughs> hey, and welcome to this week's episode of the Weekend Catch-Up Podcast. It's the podcast where we get you caught up on all things tech, pop culture, trending news. Brie has made all of her, like, froggy throat noises. She's put on her pop filter, and yes, we're good so to I go. So you don't... So, what's up, Brie? Not much. What's up with you? Not much. Are you like, are you good? Yeah, no, I'm Have good. Have you recovered good. well? I, I don't know that I've recovered, but okay. it's okay. Yeah. So, before we jump into our news this week, we, of course, are going to talk about our weeks in pop culture. Um, mine has been introducing people to the new Suicide Squad movie because yes, I've watched it. Yes, we watched it several times with several different people. And now I'm kind of like introducing all of the friends group into it and it's just a fun movie. Yeah, it's pretty fun. There are part, there are a couple parts of it where I'm like, oh, I can't even watch this. Ugh. Is it just like the violence parts? It's the violence parts. There's a couple like the part with the bird at the beginning. Is yeah. just, oh, it's sad. I hate that every time. It's a, yeah. mm, a bird ties. Yeah. On screen though. Not a real bird, right. of course. It's a fake bird, an actor a bird. A fake bird. And then obviously a lot of people die in it, but they're yeah. all actors. That's that's true. I don't know. I have a lot more sympathy No for... real humans hurt in the production of this movie, <laughs> yeah. or animals. No, but it's a good movie. Um, very, very, very violent. They really push the R rating with the violence. Sure, of course. And, but it's really stylized. And yeah, it's it's, it's kind an of It's an R-rated fun. superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah, so you get what you expect with it. Yeah. It's yeah. good, though. The The big villain is a big starfish, so it's very funny. Yeah, it's very good. Um, but if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know that we need to tell people that it's a big starfish. I mean, that's a, Is that a spoiler? I, I think there's probably starfish. stuff okay. out about it. Well, I'm going to yeah. leave it in there. Okay. Yeah. Retroactive uh, spoiler alert. Okay. <laughs> what about you? What's your week in pop culture? I honestly didn't pick anything, but... Okay. I'm reading some new books. I've got some new books on my bookshelf. That's I pop culture. I finished the book. I finished the Andy Weir book I was telling you guys about. Yep. Had a great ending. Awesome. Um, and then I'm reading one that's kind of Halloween-y right now. Nice. Um, it's the Final Girls Club, and I don't know anything about it yet, so don't, you know, don't take my word for it. But I am okay. reading that, and it's um, it's all about, like, in horror movies, there's this trope where there's the girl at the end that survives. The final girl. The final girl. Um, some notable ones are Jamie Lee Curtis and um, from Scream. Yeah, Scream. Okay, and then we've got no like, Jamie Lee Curtis from um, Halloween. That's Halloween. Halloween, yeah. and then we've got um, they're just a bunch of different ones. Yeah, a bunch of different final girls that survived to the end of the movie. Yep, and um, the movie or the book is all about a group of real life final girls so yes very fun you got that for me at a bookstore isaac picked it out for me i did so yeah i just started reading that today so hopefully it'll be good it's very halloweeny though every i i follow a bunch of influencers yeah on instagram and they're all way into fall already so so the fall fall, it's fall now based on like the timeline no uh, my timeline it's fall when september hits it's not fall before september hits because that's just too. It's no, too but based hot. on the timeline that you're seeing, yeah, it's definitely. Fall. But I just can't do it this early. No, I can't. I can't I, drink I flavored do, coffee until it's cold I could outside. Do an iced coffee. Yeah. No, but I. It's not going to be cold outside though, because we live in the south. It's not going to be cold until 
end of October. Yeah. And that's too late. That's way you've too gotta, late. You've got to at least start doing it when the when the maple leaves change. Come on. The maple leaves are the first ones to change. That's kind of your groundhog for fall? Yeah, basically. Okay. Basically. The maple leaves. Growing up, we had um, a street that was lined with those red maple trees. And oh, nice. you would just... It would be like a normal summer day, and then you just turn on the street, and all the trees were bright red, and you just knew fall was right around the corner. Yeah. So those are my harbinger of fall. Yeah. Um. So normally I get started with all my folly fallness on September first because okay. I like to go September first to November first, and then November first to January first is Christmas. That's good. Yeah. That's so that's I good. skip right over Thanksgiving for one day. It's not. Christmas, it's Thanksgiving, and then the day after that, it's Christmas. Christmas. That's how it. it works. There's a little island in there where I have decorated for Christmas, but it's actually Thanksgiving. Okay. So just so everybody knows how that works, because I yeah. get asked every year. We will be sort of works. talking about this more in depth when Christmas Island begins. Christmas Island begins, yeah. yes. Yes. <laughs> well, we're kind of creeping up on the fall date for September for you then. We really are, yeah. We're, we're, we're like, there. I know, I looked at the a calendar days today, away. and I was like, what I day know. is it? I'm sorry, it's August what? Yeah. Yeah. We're so. getting there shocking yeah well let's jump right into our news it is a been a insane week in the news if you've been paying Full attention of some bad things some wild things definitely going down and before we jump into this first story i'm going to give a little bit of background information here um so you've seen afghanistan on the news and you've seen the taliban have taken over a major city called Kabul, which has 6 million people, and it's a massive city. Isn't it like the capital of Afghanistan? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. That's where the presidential palace was located. And let's kind of look a little bit back. So in 2020, um, after a disrupted election in 2019, the president of Afghanistan uh, is declared. Um, basically, violence increased in Kabul. ISIS claimed responsibility for some attacks. This is back in 2020. Uh, journalists and rights activists have been assassinated. Other targets include uh, people in hospitals and girls' schools. Around that time... A lot of violence towards women. Yes. In particular, yes. from what I'm seeing. And around that time, the U.S. and the Taliban signed a peace treaty in Qatar on February 29th. The two sides agreed on um, including the U.S. for withdrawal of troops and the Taliban to stop attacking Americans. And then, okay, so in April 14th this year... President Biden announced the withdrawal of the remaining troops in Afghanistan by September 11th. 9-11. Right. And then May, the Taliban began gaining territory in the north. Basically, like, as we left, the Taliban came in, right? So, like, we're leaving. As we're tapering off. Yeah, yeah. like, as we're tapering off, they're gaining more control. And in July 2021, this is kind of an important date because the U.S. left Bagram Airfield, which was kind of one of our hubs of operation for the Afghan war. Fast forward to now. August 2021, the Taliban seized control of key cities and provinces, most of them without a fight. Not a lot of fighting went over. The Taliban basically just rolled in and sort of set up shop. The only remaining major city not under their control was Kabul. The president fleed Afghanistan. The government effectively collapsed. And then the capital became uh, Taliban controlled on August 15th. You then saw all of the chaos erupting at airports, people desperately trying to get out of Afghanistan. Many people who had basically the means to were some of the first on the planes, but it was kind of just a free-for-all. You saw all of these images of people packing into these C-130 airplanes, which are mm -hmm. huge, but 600 people in an airplane, basically, like yeah. crammed, no standing room, no sitting room. Just trying to get on the plane to right. get out. Yeah. So that was on the 15th, kind of happening over the weekend. Um, people were basically doing conflicting reports about what was happening because it's effectively a war zone that's not necessarily hot because no one was really there 
pushing back against the Taliban, the government there kind of just left. But everybody that has that knows about the Taliban, so they had rule over Afghanistan in the past. And so they're thinking about all the violence that they've seen before. Right. And what's a weird thought is that basically like this has been under U.S. control for effectively like 20 years. Yeah. So Afghanistan has had some like sort of... Like our whole lives yes, almost, yeah. Afghanistan has had some sort of U.S. presence for the past 20 or so years. Meaning right. that the guys who are in the Taliban right now were maybe teenagers at the oldest... Like, the younger guys in the Taliban, like the people our age, my age in the Taliban, like some of the men fighting, mm -hmm. were basically like teenagers or younger when the U.S. occupation first began. Yeah. So there are Taliban fighters that have grown up their entire lives with the U.S. controlling effectively Afghanistan, yeah. right? Or a U.S.-led government controlling Afghanistan. So the thought is that some of the older generations of people who know about the Taliban or experienced the Taliban's rule in that region 20 or so years ago. And it's horrible. Right. Like, They're going, dude, everyone that, get out. Bad. Yeah, right. It's really um, bad. The new Taliban that has come in, and it's that's where it's kind of weird. They're saying the new Taliban because they had a press conference on August 17th. The spokesperson for them said they're promising an inclusive government, security aid for agencies and embassies and women's rights to work and go to school. The caveat is that that's There's within a the groups. There's history there. Right. And where... all of this is within the group's interpretation of Sharia law, which is a very kind of like strict um, Islamic law based on the Quran and their interpretation, specifically their interpretation of the Quran. And if you study the Quran, there's multiple interpretations of everything, basically. And this is going to be... It's very extremist. Yes. It's basically they're setting up a religious government there. And people in the city... Which, are, who is targeted most by? Women. The women! women! Yeah. And particularly the most vulnerable right now are, like, female journalists. Yeah, female journalists, uh, women's rights advocates. Yeah. They're very worried about their situation in Afghanistan, as they should be. Because, yeah. basically, the people who are supposed to be in charge left... And these dudes came in from the mountains and they're they're saying that everything is going to be cool. But, but there's a bad that's kind of history. what everyone and says. It's not just bad. It's really bad. Yeah, if you look very, very bad. You can Google that yourselves, but yes. it is bad because I Googled it last night. And I was like, well, what have they done? Yes. And then I was like, oh, no. Hearing the Taliban is in town is never a cause for, oh, yay. No one has ever said, yay, the Taliban is here. They're. Not a good group of guys. Historically, yeah, really not bad. the best people. And it is a group of guys because it is, they you know, a group don't of guys. like women. Yes. So all of that to say something very unique to the internet has happened basically over the weekend as this Taliban advancement is happening. Which I brought to you. You're welcome. Which Brie brought this topic to the discussion today. Um, and basically, as all of this is happening, as people are very correctly fleeing for their lives, afraid for their safety, um, the infrastructure... The remaining infrastructure in Afghanistan can't really handle that many people trying to leave the country. So emergency crews are brought in to sort of shuttle the most vulnerable people out of there. Now, this is not a cheap endeavor. Basically, it cost about $225,000 to get a plane load of people out of the country. That's expensive. It's a, it comes out to about fifteen hundred bucks a person. Well, and it's not just people; it's vulnerable, right? Vulnerable people. It's not just rich people that are just right. trying to get out. It's, it's people vulnerable who people who are the most vulnerable. Yes, are targeted by the Taliban. Yes. Right. And this funding came through a very odd source, Quentin Quarantino. 
This is a meme account. So basically, a yeah, meme account. Yeah, I started account. following this meme account back in the early days of the pandemic. Yeah. And I saw this pop up and I was like, okay, donate. Yeah. So basically, the idea is that Quentin Quarantino, aka Tommy Marcus, a guy from New York. Partnered- meme account. It's like memes, guys. It's not like. Right. It's memes. Memes. Partnered with an advisory group there who has access to a bunch of military infrastructure to organize these flights to get the most vulnerable people who are on what they're calling the Taliban's kill list out of the country. So they originally had a goal of about a million bucks, okay? Because they said that that was multiple flights to get get these people out. I think it was the original plan was to get two plane loads. Right. So about $500,000 to get a couple of plane loads out of there. Yeah. They met that goal. They increased the goal to get a couple more at a million dollars. As of right now, they've raised $6,068,750. They gave an update. They keep upping the goal. Right. Because when I donated, it was just over a million. Yeah. So they've updated the goal. They've not really provided more information regarding like who specifically they've picked up or where specifically they're landing. They're saying for operational security, they're keeping that basically hush-hush for now. But they're saying that they will be providing updates as these planes land in the um, uh, refugee, like, accepting countries where they're taking these people. So everyone on this list of, it's like a manifesto of people that they're wanting to get out of the country as quick as possible. Right. And every single one of these people that they're trying to get out has been vetted and is a known target of the Taliban that they're trying to get out. Right. So it's really cool. Um, Yeah. There's there's um, a lot of saying that if any of these people are found by the Taliban, they'll kill them on sight. Yeah. That kind of thing. So it's a really dangerous situation. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's a really cool thing to be a part of um, I'm that I got on early kind of. Yeah. It was pretty neat because I was like, hey, I donated to this. I hope it's not fraud. <laughs> yeah. Bree texted me in the afternoon on Friday. And said, hey, I sent $50 to fight the Taliban. And I just said, what? What? (laughs) Because like at the time, I was still kind of like not really paying attention to the news. So I was like, what? What Huh? And then I looked up and I'm like, oh, those guys. Oh, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, before I I really looked into it, there was only like one article on it. And now it's kind of blown up. Yeah. And the situation is so dire. I mean, guys... I wouldn't recommend Googling it or watching it, but there's specific footage that has been making the rounds on the internet of people so desperate to leave the country. They are so afraid for their lives. They are climbing on the side of a jet as it's taxiing on the runway. And a couple of the people unfortunately succeeded on climbing on the plane enough to where the plane took off and they unfortunately fell off of the plane. It's not good, but it does kind of show the desperation and the seriousness of the situation. Um, People do not want to, for the most part, do not want to be there under the Taliban's rule. I don't blame them. I would be first in line trying to get out of this country as well. Yeah. And to see the internet sort of come behind, of all people, a meme account. A meme artist, yeah. Yeah, people are calling him a meme artist, which I love that. A meme artist. Using his follower base to do something good like this is so cool. Now... Mm -hmm. Obviously, the cynic in me is like, I want to see the like full plans of after this happens. Like you're saying operational security, so you're not going to provide a lot of details. I get that. I'm sure there will be some photos and stuff afterwards. Yeah. I once can't wait to see. Safe. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see kind of how this operation plays out once we're able to see everything in full detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that if anything, this does sort of showcase the Internet's willingness to do good. People want to help and yeah. do good. And it's nice to have a really tangible way to do it for once. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's 
hopes and prayers. Yeah. And this one is, okay, here is a plan. We don't know all the details yet, but we're going to do our best to implement this. And not to disparage like hopes and prayers, like that has a place, but at the same time, you do get to, wow, my cat agrees with that. Um, (laughs) You do get to actually jump in and at least help financially if you can't physically help. And every dime of this is going towards this mission. And then if anything happens over that, they're donating it to, it's like a women's journalist fund. Yeah. Women's media organization. Yeah. So that's super cool. Yeah. So we'll kind of keep tabs on this story. I think that it's not going anywhere. I think that more and more people have been donating. I mean, this has been going on for like four days now. And this operation is jumping up. 106,000 donors plus. And as of the time of this recording, GoFundMe is telling me that 96, 95,000 people just donated. So the the total is going up as we're recording this, looking at the GoFundMe. So yeah, Tommy Marcus, cool. a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino. Just a prime example of dudes rocking. I think this is just <laughs> amazing. Uh, but yeah. Topic number two. Topic number two. Okay, so this is a crazy story that is kind of heartwarming. A lady's cat acted as if, la- what, what was it, Lassie? Lassie. Yeah, Lassie alerted everyone to this lady falling down a hill. Can you tell us about it? So a cat in the United Kingdom rescued its 83-year-old owner after she fell into a 70-foot ravine by attracting the attention of bystanders with his meowing. So this happened in Bodeman, located in Cornwall, England. Cornwall. Cornwall. Um, The police department there shared this on Facebook. Um, whilst the lady is still currently receiving care, she is in good spirits and is being well looked after. We also managed to obtain a photo of the hero himself, ta- uh, Tamari. Um, this is the cat that basically like, or I'm sorry. Oh, wait, I thought the cat's, the cat's name is Perrin. Perrin? 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 I'm going to say Perrin. Basically, the way this happened is the woman was reported missing by her caretaker. People were searching all across ba- her sort of remote house And then someone noticed that the cat was pacing and meowing like frantically, right? Mm -hmm. They followed this cat to the edge of this ravine where they then found the old lady. She had fallen 70 feet. The cat literally lassied her. It was like, woof, Timmy's in a well, woof, woof, or woof. Or meow, grand's in a ravine. Yeah, I did. The noise of cats. I'm just so used to cats not being heroes in stories. I know that this is so cool. It's really nice to see a cat pay attention. Honestly, it's just super rare. So very cool cat, and it's a black cat. Which of course it's a black cat. They are the most hero of all cats. I love it. I love it. I do like to think though that Perrin the cat was sitting at the edge of this ravine meowing basically saying like where's food <laughs> hello food. hello I'm hungry are you just gonna open it up down are there you just gonna lay down there you're just gonna be down there all day meow <laughs> meow <laughs> but shout out to Perrin the cat that's the coolest that is awesome all right topic number three you ready for a deep dive i am ready for a deep dive <laughs> the headline of this story is that american girl is a gamer girl now the american girl doll is a gamer is a gamer so uh, I, her name is Felicity, I guess, oh is the gosh. name of this okay, doll. Okay, stop talking. Help me. Okay. Help me understand oh, this culture. Gosh. Okay, so I grew up in the prime time for American Girl dolls. Okay. They were super popular. If you've never seen one, yes, you have. They are yeah. like a foot tall and that you hold them and it's like a little baby doll. But they yeah. have all of these backstories. And growing up, there were all of these campaigns and everything. I 
And my sisters were subscribers to the American Girl magazine, which came every month. Nice. Like, we were hardcore in it. And back in the day, there were only three dolls. So there were, and they were like historical themed dolls. So oh, okay. one of them was Molly and one of them Samantha. And then there was a third one that we, Kirsten was the third one. So Kirsten, Samantha, and Molly were the original three dolls. And they were all like historical dolls. And they had these backstories, which came with books. And that started this like whole franchise. Okay. So Felicity is the fourth doll to come into the like bandwagon okay. back in like 1991. Okay. She started out as a revolutionary like war doll. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, here's her. Here, I'm going to pull up her costume. This was her costume. So she was like born 1776 at the... So Felicity is yes. a gamer from 1776. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So she had this like historical period costume and she had this book all about like friends and loving people and fighting for what you believe in. And she rode horses and all this. And this doll has been rebranded to be a gamer now. I love this. A gamer now. I love this. So basically they... Um, the, Original dolls. There were there were about ten of them. They were historical dolls that all came with this book. And then back when I was, I don't know, I was still kind of in it. They had like the look like me dolls. So you would go online and you would customize your doll. And this is all under the American Girl yes. umbrella. Yeah. So it started off as historical dolls only, and then they had like the just like me then or they whatever. Expanded the roster. Yes, to be dolls that look like you. Okay. Um, so you would like get the doll with the right hair color and okay. the eye color that matched you and you get accessories and outfits and all of that. So it was more modern. Great. And then they came out with the store where you could go and like get your doll's hair done and all of that. And that's then, real. That's real. Yes. You can go and get your doll's hair done. You get their hair done. You pick out their outfits. You do their makeup. Yeah. All of that. That's entirely real. That's really cute so, actually. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's occasionally cute. now... These historical dolls, some of them are in the vault. Some of them are like, they aren't sold now. They're they're like retired. Yeah. And then the other couple of years, they bring them out and they revamp it and they revamp the stories and oh, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yes. So this is a modern take on Felicity. It's like her likeness, but she's wearing a sweatshirt. She's got her gamer water bottle. She's yeah. like got the whole thing. I'm really shocked that it's Felicity though, who has this amazing backstory already. And they were like... Oh, forget it. Now she's a gamer girl. But isn't it kind of like Barbie, like, though, where Barbie is everything? No, because every doll is unique. That's every doll true. is different, and they have their own stories. They specifically picked the and Revolutionary period, like War. period times. Yeah. yeah. Like, my doll was Molly. Okay. And Ju No, my doll was Samantha. Judy had Felicity. I had Kaya. Kendra had Kit. Like, they all had their own unique stories from different time periods. I'm so lost. Okay. And so I'm surprised that they didn't just do, like, a doll that... Like they made Sarah. up a new doll, yeah, like, like Sarah, who's the gamer girl doll. I'm surprised yeah. it's Felicity from 1776. That is so funny. I'm surprised that they did this. Do you I'm think really that she shocked. really likes Call of Duty or something since she oh, was probably from the Civil War, probably or the Revolutionary War. Yeah, she, Revolutionary War. So yeah, yeah, founding of this country. That's yeah. incredible. Isn't that weird? So coming with Felicity, if you buy this kit, is a tiny Xbox One. So I want to point out. Microsoft did not miss a brand partnership opportunity here. Good for them. Felicity explicitly comes with an Xbox, two controllers, a fidget spinner, which I love, a box of fruit candy, and here's what's wild. Not real, like fake. A fake. tiny Game Pass, which is their subscription service, and then a real free trial of Game Pass for the little Aww. girl or little boy or whoever has this doll 
to use Game Pass for 30 days for free. Wow. So Microsoft is saying we got to get this Game Pass in the hands of kiddos, put it on a doll. Felicity, bring her out of the vaults. Let's do this. Put a gamer headset on, give her a water bottle that looks like a vape. Let's go. It does look like a vape. It's the water really surprising to like me that like guys your age aren't getting this doll. Like, Why? Like daughters get the doll, they get the game pass. It's a perfect combination. That's actually genius though. Right? Like, can't you see? Like, if we had a daughter, I would for like, sure be swiping. Like Anson, he has daughters that are American girls all age. Yeah. Give them the doll and then with you all got the game stuff, pass. and then you got the game pass. While they're occupied with their little tiny Xbox, it makes noise and it lights up. How fun is that? That's really cool. I think previously they did have a gamer girl doll that was 1980s themed. Yes. And it wasn't. You're talking about yeah, Courtney, Courtney, who see, played Pac-Man. They used to make up girl doll names and just make a whole new character. So it's so weird that now, they brought Felicity I know, back. It's kind of driving me nuts. Anyway. You're very, you're flustered. You're visibly I'm very flustered. Because it's like a historical doll. Why yeah. Why you ruin it? Anyway. Yeah. But anyway, she had a, was it working Pac-Man? Yeah. Like little console thingy? Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? That is wild. So it's not a little working Xbox because no. that would be too hard. That would be amazing if they said a little tiny Xbox. You're like, <laughs> beep. Because <laughs> you had to work the little controller with it. Yeah. But that is what's been happening in the news this week. Um, signing out. Take care of yourself. Get some rest this weekend. Drink lots of water. Guys. Tons of water. Just, you need to drink like 100 ounces, guys. This is that's not. That's a I, lot. Are you sure that that's what it is? I don't want to give water advice. I'm on really the sure. Okay. okay. I'm really sure. <laughs> 100 ounces doesn't feel like that much, though. You you probably drink that easily. I've got a Nalgene of like, I've got a 50 ounce Nalgene. So I'm like. You drink like eight of those a day. I know. I'm very hydrated. <laughs> We're both very hydrated at this yeah, point. Yeah. I slide across the floor, not even moving. I'm just like. <laughs> You're like a snail. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Hang out with us in the Real FM Insiders group on Facebook. Download the podcast uh, and share it with your friends. Let them know where they can find out about, good Lord, our topics are Afghanistan, a life-saving cat, and an American Girl doll that's a gamer. That's If that's not a wide swath of the and news. And books. I don't know what is. And Suicide Squad. And Suicide Squad. We've covered it all today. Yeah, we have. Have a great weekend. Have you